It's time for Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. You are listening to us on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. We are broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We are also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com, New Haven Independent. Or just go to your Facebook page and look us up. <laughs> I do, Harry. That was good. So this morning, I'm talking to them. I'm not spinning any music. I'm not on the ones and twos. Because normally during the week, I spin music until I get to the week till Friday. And then I'm like talking to people. But today, 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 I have a guest. I have the lovely and talented Emma Crow Willard. Hi. The executive director of the Environmental Film Festival at Yale. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. So this film festival is 10 years old. It is. This is our 10th year. Like, how did I miss this film? Now, you wait, 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 let me back up. You've got a lot of credentials. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a rather young woman, very young woman. You've got a lot of credentials. Environmental studies, all that kind of stuff, right? All yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you are, if, so, if I wanted to tap somebody to, like, if I was the president of the United States and I need somebody to be on top of environmental issues, I would be calling you. Oh, well, well, that's good to hear. I would be calling you, Emma. So tell me about the film festival. Have you been involved from the very beginning? Is no, this your actually, baby? This is not my baby. It's my baby this year. For oh, sure, for okay. Sure. What makes the film festival so great is that it's student run. And so each oh, year is it's a it? different team. Yeah. Wow. You guys are amazing. I was on the website and I was like, look at all of this. <laughs> look We've at had, all of this. Yeah. A lot of great, you know, graphic designers and filmmakers and people over the years and student teams to help make it happen every year, which is awesome. So now tell me why this film festival is important. Yeah, so it's it's really important because I think that film gets out these ideas to, mm -hmm. to people of science and really, really important issues in a more engaging and understandable way. Okay, okay. So, uh, you know, we've had a change of administration that's not very science focused <laughs> that is that is very true does that shift how you do what you do with this film festival or anything at all or do you feel more now than ever this information has to get out i feel like definitely more now than ever especially with a little bit of um the censorship that's going on unfortunately 
Also, oh. um, but also we all, you know, get, need to get out there in new ways and with new media in ways we haven't thought of before. Uh, and and a lot of the time, media is just thought of as more of an entertainment value mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. or on the opposite side of the spectrum, propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really, this is a way to share information, not as propaganda, but as entertainment, but still with purpose and meaning and impact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, you're at the Yale School of Forestry. Yeah. Working on your master's. Are you almost done? Almost done. I'm graduating in May. Oh, God, girl. Congratulations. Thank you. So uh, are we taking good care of the earth? No. I'm very nervous, actually. <laughs> really? Talk about that. Um, yeah, to me, it's not about the Earth. Um, I, My background, I, I was in planetary science. I was really excited about space mm-hmm. to begin with um, and aliens and the search for life <laughs> in the universe. Oh, we are kindred souls. <laughs> okay, good. Awesome. We are soul sisters. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I started realizing, like, we only know there's life in one place in the universe, and it's right here on Earth, and we potentially are screwing that up, at least for humans. You know, mm-hmm. cockroaches might still be around after, you know, giant yes. global warming. Because they've been here since the dinosaurs, right? Right, they've been around yeah. a while. So. <laughs> but uh, humans, I think, are pretty cool. I love humans, and I would be pretty sad if we ruined this for for humans and had, you know, catastrophic events causing all kinds of terrible warming and i don't want to become venus and i don't want to become mars both of which are quite possible here on earth and neither sustain life so i got in this for the human aspect i i really think humans are awesome and i care a lot about them and i want (laughs) our species to thrive and survive and what do you think we're failing at when we talk about the environment where are we failing because people say and i've heard people say oh there's trees and grass and the air is still, we have great air quality. Like, so what are these people upset about? I remember when I was a younger woman, much younger woman, there was this whole thing about the ozone lo- layer. And there was like a hole in it. We have to cut down on our aerosols and, and Freon and all these kinds of things. And it worked, I think. I mean, we, we did those deliberate things to sort of stop the ozone from, you know, having a a tear yeah that seems to be a really successful campaign i think because we realized how dire that was you know all of a sudden we were like oh my gosh we really need this layer we're gonna all die um so there was a huge initiative undertaken by governments around the world and they banned you know certain substances like straight ban yes that were causing this problem and so slowly the ozone layer is repairing itself with global warming it's a lot harder because we're really reliant on these specific, you know, fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that it's, it's you can't just ban them, you know, yeah. or they would totally <laughs> disrupt society and we'd have anarchy. <laughs> so um, it's a lot harder of a challenge and, and it's hard to say, you know, if we don't do, if we don't, ban, even if we ban them right now, we could have catastrophic effects. And so it's hard to um, make any sort of, strong action um and certainly you know they've there's been international attempts and um, we've set limits but it's it's definitely hard to do Mm -hmm. based on what we're focused on and now i think humans have always been really bad at planning ahead and planning for the future Mm -hmm. um you know just because 
we undervalue the future. We live in the moment. We think, oh, okay, like, you know, that's going to happen in 50 years. They'll come up with something. And I and you're right. I think people do really believe that and they think that way. Yeah. So I see, I've hear, I hear it in the conversations that I have with people around these kinds of things. So, um, so that you think that's wrong thinking. Um, yeah, I think we need to act in the moment and, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's also hard because a lot of like environmentalists will say, oh, uh, you know, just ride your bikes everywhere. Don't drive cars. Uh, don't use plastic or mm -hmm. things like that. And, you know, we, we can't in this society we're beholden to we have to fly airplanes, you know, where <laughs> we've become this thing that we it's an unstoppable force, it feels like. Um, but hopefully there's there's, um, you know, there's definitely movement towards more renewable energy sources mm -hmm. and hopefully we'll be able to uh, make an impact. Wow. So <clears throat> do you do you think uh, from what you see, from where you sit, um, do you think we're we are lacking in science because it's not a focus in the elementary level? Like it's not. I don't think people grow up with science the way I grew up with science, mm -hmm. all around and talking about it all the time and being excited for it. Do you see? Do you get that sense when you look as you look back now that you're about to graduate and you look back? Do you see that? I think people. I think generally. I don't know if that's how I would think of it. I think people are naturally curious, you know, they want to, they want to know what's, how things work and what's going on. And, and I think a lot of the time we get shades on uh, so we can only see certain things that we're focused on. Like I have to, you know, make this much money in order to pay for my rent. And like, that's all I can think about. And, and if we just open a little bit more and, mm -hmm. and, one, I think our life would be much more valuable. Um, we like in terms of we would just enjoy it more if we if we can find a way to not focus too much on those day to day things um, and focus more on how things work and how things are all intertwined and connected. Because that's a big a big thing that we are always having a problem with in science is we'll build up like oh, well, let's use plastics. And then, you know, years later, we realize, oh, wait, you know, these things, they don't ever decompose mm -hmm. and um, they're still in the system. You know, and there's a lot can, of it. Yeah, we can't just shoot it out into space and say goodbye and forget about it. You know, everything's connected. And so when those go into the ocean, we're having all kinds of different effects on these micro microbes in the ocean that, in giant numbers provide a lot of the oxygen for, you know, us. <laughs> and so there's all kinds of these connections, which at a small scale, humans, you know, weren't causing too much of a problem. But as we've grown in population and we've added more and more of these, you know, hazardous substances, plastics, toxins to the environment, it adds up and it makes a huge difference and it's eventually going to come back and bite us. Mm -hmm. So what is it about this work that you enjoy? Oh, man, I think that um, I, well, in terms of the film festival, I really love. Because you're an actress. So, you you know, you didn't just stumble <laughs> into film. Yeah. Like you, you, you have worked in this medium. That's right. You yeah. know, and so you're an artist. 
Yeah, I'm 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 a scientist artist. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, Which is crazy. <laughs> and a lot of fun. And there should be more of them. Scientists are notoriously bad at communicating, which I think is a big problem. And also why the film festival yes. is so important and mm-hmm. more film festivals like it would mm-hmm. be so important. Uh, we're going to have the founder of the D.C. Environmental Film Festival on Wednesday at our gala night. I'm coming. Yay. That's How dressed awesome. up should I be? really dressed up it's fancy is it is yeah. it really that fancy yeah we're all movie because i'm thinking environment environmentalist everybody's gonna have on birkenstocks and t-shirts oh, no i want you to be thinking film festival all you right. know all like, right red like green red, car- red carpet, carpet green, but carpet, green carpet green carpet yeah so exactly. okay okay exactly. I'm a, like all movie right. premiere all right and yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna trust you because you're a movie star you uh, play you've done right. movies so i've been i've been to a premiere this is gonna be better Whoa! <laughs> I mean, Beyonce won't be here, but but it'll feel like it'll Beyonce. Feel like exactly. We're all Beyonce for the night. That's so crazy. all right. So you're doing this film festival. Are you? Tell me. Tell me. Are you? Uh, you've been. You've you've been going to these film festivals for a while. I'm sure you've seen the Yale F- Film Festival since you've been here. Um, are the films growing in their telling of a story? in their value, in their reach? What are you seeing from like what you've seen to what you are seeing? Yeah, um, so I I was involved in the festival last year and uh, the I'd say generally over time, um, the, the films, we're getting more and more films that are trying to make a positive impact, whether that's social or environmental, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Because I think, film, like I said, films are a very powerful medium to, to make us feel things and really get emotionally invested and, and empathize with like, other people. Like I'm concerned about the polar bears. <clears throat> yeah? Like I'm quite concerned about the polar bears and the, and the, and the melting of the ice. Well, that's, yeah, that's great that you are. Because I, I, I I've, see, I've seen really. some of that. You don't care? <laughs> For me, it's it's not about the polar bears and the ice. It's about it's about the humans and the people who have had to flee their areas because oh, of drought. Oh yeah, you know, conflict because of drought. I'm concerned about that. But and, when I see those compelling pictures of those poor polar bears looking like they are on their last, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that that is sad. But, but really that's film telling a story. Like that's, that's exactly the value true. of film that if I would be affected. Mm-hmm. Like I see that and I'm affected by it. Exactly. Yeah. If we didn't if we didn't have that, we might not know that that was going on to the polar bears, you know, that that we're causing that. And so and so definitely film is a good way to reach people to show things that are going on besides, Mm -hmm. you know, what they see in their everyday life. And then also to tell these exactly compelling stories. So they say, you know, this is, you know, a human cause problem and this is how it's making affecting other creatures, polar bears. This is how it's affecting other humans. Um, you know, individual stories and and it, long-term futuristic stories. I mean, the thing with Hollywood is you get a lot of these really dramatic uh, end of the world type climate change yes. films. Oh, I've, and I've seen them all. <laughs> I've seen yeah, day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. And it's just like well, I love well, those that, films because it's realistic. I don't the know. ones with the, the with the with the tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. Sharknaders. I love the tornado I, yes. film. I, I love all. I love these films with elements of, you know, like Mother Nature is like against us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is a 
unfortunate to me it's like never us against mother nature it's we're a part of it and we've just forgotten and so <laughs> then we are somehow misaligned and mother nature is going to continue on and if we don't continue on with her we're going to be eliminated <laughs> in a way so um, but but so I tell me oh no sorry, go ahead finish that, yeah i think there's a lot of uh potential for hollywood and mainstream films as well as a lot of potential and already a lot of documentary films that are making an impact. And has Al Gore been helpful? Has he elevated the game with Inconvenient Truth? I am truth? conflicted about that. He certainly brought it to a mainstream audience. Because he got an Oscar for it, right? And I'm afraid I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, you. <laughs> everybody, when everybody talks about the environment now, it's always to Al Gore's credit. Right, which on the one hand, I'm like, well... That's a good thing, you know, now we, we're more aware and informed about the situation. But on the other hand, I'm like, did he make it a political thing? Is it because of Al Gore that now it's climate change and science is and he's But he's still involved, so yeah, it's, so it's not like uh, he likes like a hit and run, hit or miss, hit or run. He's like still... Oh, yeah, he's, I mean, he is, he is really trying a lot to uh, do what he can for the international policy standpoint yes to uh to make a difference in terms of cutting cutting global warming emissions or greenhouse gas emissions and uh so an inconvenient sequel with it which we're showing tomorrow Wednesday yes i was going to ask you talk about the the films yeah that's he, coming uh, that we, we what we could see oh yeah we got a lot of great films coming up this week um tomorrow wednesday night an inconvenient sequel that's the al gore uh is that is that is he a part of that he is, yeah. He's a big part of that film. It's really all about the Paris Agreement and how they got that agreement to happen. It wasn't easy. How timely. Yeah. Considering that we've pulled out <laughs> well, as we a say country. We, we can't actually pull out. That's one thing. Like Trump can tweet whatever he wants, but that doesn't make it happen. You know, there are all kinds of laws already in place. You can't just <laughs> say something and it happens. So we're not actually out of the Paris Agreement. That's it's a standing thing for four years. In twenty twenty we could pull out. Okay. Okay. But hopefully we won't. We won't. We <laughs> and won't. even if we, and even if we, you know, symbolically pull out, the businesses of the United States and the cities of the United States have agreed to stay in. Yes. So, you, did you see everybody? All these cities and places around the country holding their own press conference about, oh no, we're going to, we are about this environmental life. We're going to stay on this course. Yeah, it's great. We are still in. I mean, <laughs> really, it's because it's not about, you know, it's not about business it's not about well one it, it can be good for business this saving you know greenhouse gas emissions there can be a carbon market so it's not like it's bad for business to um stay in the paris agreement yes and really yes. it's good for business it's good for the united states reputation so um so a lot of the businesses are on board with it good so tell me about some more about the films yeah what what i because i'm looking forward to it. i got my list out i mapped out my oh, how i'm gonna do this and i'm like <laughs> okay all right i'm ready yeah um so yeah the gala is on wednesday night and we're having this the director of an inconvenient sequel is going to be speaking and he'll also be speaking after we show inconvenient sequel on wednesday evening okay so that'll be great to have um, on Thursday night, we're showing a film about nuclear waste oh, and how uh, do we deal with it? Um, because on, uh, by a lot I, of accounts, I don't know, I don't know anything about that. 
Yeah, I didn't either until I saw this film and I was like, wow, you know, I, I had heard of Yucca Mountain or Yucca Mountain uh-huh. or something. There's were just there, a place in New Mexico we put all the waste. Were they it? <gasps> right? Nobody lives there, right? I don't know. <laughs> I love New Mexico. It's beautiful, but. Yes, but. Is it New Mexico? Maybe it was Nevada. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So. Um, oh, that's, this is. Am I going to come away from this film festival like thinking the world is over? No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. In okay. fact, a lot of the films I I liked because they had a lot of lessons to learn and hope, you know, this is where we can go from here. Uh, so the nuclear waste film now on a lot of accounts, nuclear energy is the best. It's the cleanest. There's no greenhouse gas emissions. Um, except really result in having this waste you then have to store somewhere. Uh, so and nobody has figured out how to use that waste to turn it into something. I think that's something we're definitely looking into. Okay. All and right. by we, the overall scientists, <laughs> I myself don't know anything about it. <laughs> All right. So what else? Tell me, tell me, keep going. Yeah. We, this year in uh, different from last year, we are going to have a student film show- showcase. So I saw great. that. Yeah, we have films from students from uh, all over the all over the world, which is great. Um, uh, just focused on obviously environmental environmental issues now because there is a student film showcase the weekend after, unrelated to Effie, also student films un, not environmentally focused. Um, but our student film showcase got a lot of really interesting student advocates and um, and obviously. The next generation of mm-hmm. uh, of people uh, really care about this issue. Were you impressed with the students? I, yeah, I was. We had we had a lot of great and and now these films range from students who are made probably like ten years old all the way through Whoa. like college students. Oh, so really, it's a whole range of films. Um, two hours at one p.m. on Friday, mm-hmm. and so that's gonna be that's gonna be. A, a great little variety about about using salt on the roads or about um, recycling. Lots of great little topics. Is recycling a good thing? Ah, uh, yeah, recycling okay. is a good thing. Okay. Well, mostly because you know we've got all this plastic that's not going to decompose if you throw it in a landfill. It's just going to stay there forever, um, and so recycling it hopefully. We make less plastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I see places are doing that. I saw I saw edible utensils. I think oh, it was yeah. out of Japan or something or other. They have edible utensils. Like that. if you go to a fast food restaurant <laughs> or something, everything is edible. I was like everything. I, I was like, I don't know about that, but it's, yeah, it's it interesting. About contamination. I don't know. I don't know. But they, they're doing I mean, it, that speaks to the innovation of folks. Yeah. On how to combat these issues of what do we use instead of yeah. plastic exactly. or whatever that's, that doesn't break down in, in the, in the exactly. landfills and what have you. So, yeah. all right. So what's up? What else is on these films? Uh, Friday night, uh, we've got the feature film Beyond Standing Rock. We're going to have a really great panel afterwards. And, about... and those are the folks that have been protesting having that. Uh, yeah, the pipeline. The, the pipeline. pipeline run through the reservation mm-hmm, the exactly. sacred sacred land yeah so uh. so that film looks at standing rock but it also looks at bears ears and a couple of other places where there's some issues w- in regards to um you know how we're 
trying to use Native American sacred lands or resources as opposed to them having control over it themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's a really interesting film. I think we had that film and another kind of similar film, and we chose this one because it showed multiple sides of the issue. So I thought it was really interesting uh, because a lot of the time we we are just like, well, we need to stop having oil. We need to stop using oil or or just drilling there. And it's like, well, we we all use it. So, you know, where the the real question is, where is it going to come from? Mm -hmm. and who is going to have to pay? Okay. In a way. So that's, it's a really interesting film looking into that. Wow. What else you got? On Saturday at 3 p.m., we're going to have Chasing Coral, which is a film went to Sundance, won Audience Choice Award there. It's all about, and it's from the same team that made Chasing Ice several years ago about the melting glaciers. And so now it's about the bleaching of coral around the oh. world. And so if you were planning to go check out coral, <laughs> you better go to it now before it all disappears. <laughs> Oh, re oh, that's that's the sense of urgency that it's it could serious it could sense disappear. Of well, it's all bleaching, so basically turning into white fossils. Oh, dying, yeah, because of the warming ocean. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, my friend Andrew is really invested in this movie. He wants oh, to see nice. it. Oh, excellent. So, uh, because he's a he's a sailor and he's a he loves to swim and he loves the oceans and all of that. So, so he's very interested interested in that you'll meet him tomorrow night because he's going to be my plus one excellent <laughs> i love it so dress up andrew dress up That's dress right. up dress up <laughs> so what else we got and then on saturday at 5 30 p.m we're gonna we've got an advanced screening of a national geographic show called one strange rock now this show has just aired its first episode and we have the third episode uh, which will have not aired yet by the time we show it. So you'll get a free, easy <laughs> peek into it before anybody and what else. And what, what is this series based on? This series is really cool. Uh, it's it's di um, directed by Darren Aronofsky, and it's all about the unique Earth and basically all the life and the interactions that go on to make all these strange places and strange life forms possible okay and our life possible the first episode i just watched it is about breathing and the air and uh how you know how we get all this oxygen because mm -hmm. the early earth didn't have oxygen and so humans wouldn't have been able to survive and the breathe the the availability of oxygen in the atmosphere made it possible for larger organisms like humans to exist and so um, it's it's really it's a really beautiful and um, interesting film about all, how special Earth truly is. So when you when you start this film festival, what do you do? You put a call out to people. You put a you put a call out saying we're going to have this film festival. Submit submit your work. Yeah. And exactly. then you have to decide which pieces go, which films come. Or I mean, do you yeah. turn some away? Do we you... had to turn a lot. We always have to turn a lot away. Um, yeah, really quickly, our last film on oh, Saturday that's right. night the last film. is oh, at, at 7.30 on Saturday night. That's Wasted, the story of food waste. It's an Anthony Bourdain film oh, about oh. all the food waste. And you know, he's his own character, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. 
he's not a huge part of the film. It's really focused on a few specific characters, but it's a really engaging film as well. Um, in terms of, yeah, this festival, we put it up on a on a platform that's a call for submissions mm-hmm. for about um, starting in about mid-August, and then we leave it open until about mid-December, and then we Whoa. close it. We get hundreds of films submitted. I bet you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to like pare down. We have to go through all of them. So what we do is like we, when you say go through, are you? We don't watch the entirety. Of you just kind of read. They well, send you a little clip. Some of them do actually, and, but um, no, they send us the whole film. Um, but we harness other students to watch it over winter break, so that each <laughs> film gets at, watched at least twice. Okay. And rated. And um, so based on those initial ratings, we have a second round where we take all the top rated films. Uh, and so we'll take about 30 to 40 films mm-hmm. that are in the top. Uh, and then we'll watch those over a period of two weeks in January. Wow, that's a lot of films. Yeah. So there's a ton of films that that get viewed over that period of time. It's a little stressful. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Eventually, we narrow it down to five feature films, just five, and then we... Oh, my heavens. Yeah. Just five. Just five feature films. But we've got uh, 10 short films Mm -hmm. and 11 student films. Wow. So Uh, are you pleased with this lineup this year? I'm really pleased. Yeah, we've got a lot of really engaging and dramatic, emotional, just what every movie is supposed to be, Mm -hmm. films that are also... Uh, sharing important information and have really interesting and compelling. Now, do you do you um, check for um, who's making these films diversity-wise? Are there women making these films, people of color making these films? How does this shake out? Or do you pay attention to that at all? Um, that wasn't one of the initial criteria in terms of something we were really looking for. We were just really looking for films that invested us, that when we watched, we were engaged. Mm-hmm. We weren't like, oh, I'm like when is this going to be over? <laughs> um, so, but definitely we wanted to be able to showcase some of the important issues. So the, for instance, Standing Rock was a huge thing this past mm-hmm. year. So we wanted to make sure we had a film in there about Standing Rock. Um and so we would need, we wanted panelists to, who were going to be able to talk to indigenous issues and indigenous rights. So we've made a focus on that for sure. Um, in terms of the other films, uh, we weren't really paying attention to, to what, what, although that, sh- that should be a more intense criteria, I think, in the future. Mm-hmm. Moving forward. Yeah. I think that'd be, I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear, I mean, I, you know, I haven't, I don't know if anybody's done a documentary on Flint yet. I know Spike Lee has done one on Katrina and the aftermath of Katrina. Um, Cause I think that fits in line with the environment, right? That whole, yeah. the natural oh, disaster yeah. um, story, but not just that, but all the kind of flooding that sort of happens in this country, um, not just around the world, but in this country. Um, so we don't have to look far to see the environment eroding and people up against it. Um, up against nature in a way that, you know, yeah, you you always think 
somewhere else. <laughs> I know, right? That's... You know, like you always think it's far on the other side of the world that, you know, people are struggling with the environment. Right. But right here, yeah. um, you know, whenever a storm happens, whenever an earthquake happens, Flint, water, mm-hmm. you know, that's a real... It's it's happening in in our in our community. It really is. It, it's a and it's amazing. Like, it's hard because we because we do have these blinders on and we're focused on our own things and we don't realize that you know in our own city. Uh, I lived in California for about nine years and they were going through a huge drought and they had whole cities that just ran out of water, which is. Which is something. So when you say run out of water, right? That like there's no water. Yeah, they had to get bottled water shipped in because they were relying on groundwater that they, you know, you don't. Like again, it goes back to humans not really planning ahead, <laughs> um, and they just sort of sucked it dry. And um, and then what happens is in combination when you don't plan and in combination with, uh, you know, ex- weather extremes. Yes. Um, they ended up going into a drought and they were totally unprepared. And so that, that, that we never think about drought in the way that we think about dra- drought in like Africa. Right. We, yeah. I mean, cause we, we just sort of think when we think drought, we just automatically think Africa because we've been fed that for so long that we can't even imagine Californian drought. Right. <laughs> we're like, Oh no, we're good. It's like they're on the ocean. Why is there a drought? You know, there's yeah. water. We have water. There's water. Oh no, that ocean. <laughs> There's a lot of desalination projects going on, but it's still that's a lot of energy to to change uh, salt water into drinkable water. And do we want to do that because because then that will run out? Like that's Hopefully. not a, the that's whole a, ocean. <laughs> oh no! How long do you think you that could go on? Like yeah, so, that's oh. the thing. There's always. There's always some kind of counter effect to whatever actions we take. And so you got to really model the whole system and take mm-hmm. a look at what the different effects are and not just say, oh, we're just going to take water and turn it into, you know, ocean, we're going to take ocean water, turn it into drinkable water. Well, wait, we got to think about like what's going to happen with all that excess salt. Are we going to, you know, do we want to <laughs> sell it to the East Coast? So this is what I like snow? about scientists know. because they're always thinking about, Everything. Yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes there's very focused scientists that are thinking about one specific, you know, ion or something very small. And, <laughs> and damn focused. everything else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. Now, uh, is this film festival free and open to the public? Yeah. So the, all the screenings are 100% free. All the workshops are free. Um, Saturday, right before Wasted at 6.30 p.m., mm-hmm. we're going to have a food waste workshop. We're what does that mean? Talk about composting. Oh. We're going to have some Mia's sushi, talk about invasive species. Have you eaten over there? I've had some of their cricket sushi, I oh, think. Oh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> I did. Oh. I, ate, I ate some crickets. Actually, I, I, I like the egg rolls. <laughs> oh, okay. Because they make these beautiful, artistic looking, they look like pieces of art. This, these these oh, ain't your nice. mama's egg rolls from, you know, from around the corner, they make some beautiful looking egg rolls, and they are wonderful. Oh! So I, so I, I go there for those. Are they vegetarian or are they cricket? Uh, no, no, they're vegetarian. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a cricket vegetarian. Are you? <laughs> I eat crickets and vegetarian. Do you? Things. Well, apparently, when I ate that one sushi, <laughs> was roll, it good? I didn't, I didn't like it. I don't think I'm a cricket person. <laughs> I don't think I am. I would be for the zombie apocalypse. 
because uh, I feel I, like yeah, if I have to, <laughs> if I have to, then I guess to I survive, I will eat the crickets. But I'm not going to voluntarily enjoy them. I had chocolate covered crickets once. How was that? It's just too weird for yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I know I'm eating crickets, if I know I can't, I can't do it. If yeah. they would have just said, "Oh, they're just almonds or whatever," yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, these are great." Good but I, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get past no. the. I was like, no, 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 no. So, yeah. so what about what films? Um, can you say what films wowed you? Wowed would that be, me. Would that be fair to ask that question? Well, definitely, uh, because we narrowed it down so much from so many films. These are these all of these wowed me. Okay. Then um, it was hard. There are a few that we couldn't have in the festival because we just didn't have enough space. That also wowed me. But um, oh, yeah. How is that though? How do you? You know, do you like wrestle with that? Like, ooh, it's, this film is really yes. good. I wish we could. It's so hard, and it's and it's like it it's it's a testament to how many great films there are out there, and and I just wish I could help like show them all to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because because when it comes down to just five feature films, there's some films you know where it's a similar perhaps um, subject as some of the ones we chose, and so. W we can only do something, one film in that subject, for instance, food, you know, wasted. We had a couple other really good food related Okay, I films see what you're saying. Okay. Or um, soil and agriculture related films, but it's mm -hmm. all kind of in the same category. So I didn't feel right having more than one of okay. those feature films. Um, <clears throat> along the same lines, there was a couple different Standing Rock related films and, um, you know, policy related films. So that's why it's uh, it's definitely hard to hard to narrow it down. So now the student the student films, because um, you said they were like ten year olds up to there's like a whole range of there's a folks whole range. of students who are yeah. who put these films out there who are putting these films out there and and, and having it seen. Um, so what's that like when you see a little kids? Oh, that's film? great. There's some cool initiatives going on around the world to help. Students make films about things they care about. Mm -hmm. um, we had several submissions from a group in Hawaii. I think it's a school in Hawaii mm -hmm. that they have maybe one specific class. It's about making films or something like that. Wow, and, um, how cool is that? Yeah, and I think we accepted a couple of theirs. So uh, I saw a post of theirs recently that was, you know, oh, we're excited to have more of our students in film festivals. I think it's great that they're getting their students out there making films and submitting them to festivals. Yes. So how many environmental film festivals are there? Because when I did a little search, I was like, whoa, all over the place. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. They're building up for sure. Um, I couldn't give you a number, but definitely. But there's a, there's a, the, all over the world. Yeah. People have some environmental film festival because i when i did the search i was like oh, it's not just yale it's everywhere and some of these things are big deals yeah definitely and there's a whole environmental media association now to try to help uh with these initiatives which mm -hmm. is awesome so now what do you want to do what do i want to do what um, do you want to do when you I... when you walk across that stage and make your parents proud <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the dream job or the dream career? Yeah, the dream the dream job is definitely directing uh, films uh, that are narrative, basically Hollywood-type films. Mm -hmm. I want them on, you know, all over in theaters, just like any, you know, Black Panther or any 
Wakanda Forever. Did you see? Did you see Black Panther? I haven't seen it yet. You have to go see I it. I really want to see it. I think you'll like it as an environmentalist. How awesome! It's, it's, it's very interesting. You, you you would like it, and if you see it, you have to call me and tell me or text me or something. Okay. And I tell me. Like oh, I, I, saw I saw it, it finally. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes, I will do that. Um, because I I really like fictional films or not even fiction they can be based on a true story but you know those films you go to to kind of escape but they still have meaning and purpose and, yes and, and so my i just heard a piece that those kinds of films people are craving those kinds of films exactly what you just you oh, just that's said good they're creating films that have meaning and purpose yeah you know whenever i see like it's great i love comedy i'm all about comedy but if there's no real deep deeper meaning in it or deeper <laughs> like you know, i'm like i'm not doing slapstick for the sake of slapstick now i love some slapstick do you <laughs> like uh what mr bean no! uh, <laughs> big fan big fan. yeah i love mr bean <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know i feel like that has a deeper thing also maybe i'm totally wrong but sometimes there's just silly stupid yes. comedy stuff and i'm just like like dumb and know. dumber uh, yeah, I don't see that know would if I yeah that. yeah that, like oh no that's not what I want <laughs> no so exactly yeah no I'm I'm focused on creating feature films that showcase women and minorities in the main roles and science so the idea is to Girl. advance <laughs> women minorities and science in media wow so those those three key things and I think I like also, that because scientists the thing is in those big Hollywood films like. Most of the time, scientists are portrayed as, you know, the lab coat wearing white <laughs> old man who's maybe out of his mind. Yes. <laughs> or like yes. evil. Yes. Why are scientists got a, evil? Got an axe to grind or something. Yeah. I'm like, all now, right. I have worked in science for, you know, at least 10 years. I have never met that man. <laughs> you know, there, there are definitely a lot of scientists that, that are that might be poor at communicating or bad, you know, mm -hmm. at in or kind of nerdy. Mm -hmm. Certainly there are scientists that meet that, but there are plenty of other scientists that don't meet that. And mm -hmm. so the media has really failed to portray those. <laughs> those. <laughs> and you want to write that ship. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I want to write that ship. I want to write that ship. So, um, so that would be your dream job. Yeah. Where, where, like, is there places where you could go and head up somebody's film thing? <laughs> or do you go and just like create that? I think at this stage, you have to go create that. Mm -hmm. it, especially in terms of this stage in my career, I don't have any like big films under my belt yet. No one's going to be like, hey, Emma, I want you to direct this. I don't know. Emma DuVarnay is, uh, she's pretty good at calling women to, to, to bring their wares and showcase their talent. Ava, under. I would love to work with you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Please call me. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, when I get when I when I tweet this up as a podcast, I'm gonna send it to her. Oh, I was excellent. like, you know what? Here's a young filmmaker. <laughs> I think you might be interested in knowing. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, give you my resume. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm working on a film right now that's related to land use and you know the complicated land use problems and related to, um, you know, we have one specific ecosystem that might share all this similar um, animals and similar climate, mm -hmm. but we have ranchers and we have conservationists 
and we have businesses and mines and all kinds of other different landowners who have their own agendas with the land. Yes. And so it's sort yes. of about how we all have to cl- work together and collaborate and and. But every, you know, everybody's in their own silos about yeah. these kinds of things. Yeah, I want to bring people out of their silos. Let's all and get everybody around the table and exactly. like you know we have we have a. You know, my favorite thing to say is we we have shared destiny. Yeah, I'm always talking about shared destiny. Oh, I love that um, because it, it, we have to exist with each other, and there's no if you fail, I fail. If if you don't survive, I don't survive. We're we are connected. That's so true. All the time, people are thinking, you know, this is a dog eat dog world, yes. and like, I'm only going to succeed if I look out for me. At the end of the day, what I'm finding more and more is yep. the more I help other people. The happier I am, the and, more and I the am more help. help you get. Exactly. More, that's right. Yes, that is that is the real circle of life. I think so true. You know that you give what you need. Yeah, give what you need. Give what you need. And and damn it, if it doesn't come back round. That's, I, that's right. I I feel I believe in shared destiny, and I believe in giving give what you need. So that's a wonderful thing. So I'm excited about this film festival. Yeah. Tomorrow night is the 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 big shindig. That's right. Dressed up. Dressing up. Is there food? There's food. Okay. We got Cassius. Who doesn't like some good cheese? Well, I can't have any of that because I have a severe dairy allergy. Okay, that's okay. We also got meat. Okay. (laughs) I'm there. (laughs) Crackers, open bar. Uh, The Yale Whip and Poofs are going to be singing. Oh, so this is fancy, fancy. fancy. They're wearing their nice suits. (laughs) Oh, like when they were on uh, the, did you see them a few years ago when they were on the um, acapella show? Ooh. And they came and they performed on the acapella show. Like it was like, you know, it's like American Idol, but for acapella singers. You know what? I was on that show. <gasps> I was in the audience member. Were you? <laughs> was somebody, why? Why were you an audience member? Was somebody I was you paid know? to be an audience oh! member. <laughs> this is oh, how I made a living back in the day. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't LA, even know man. you could make a living like that. Well, you don't get paid that much. So. But it was, you know, listen. It was something. It was something. It was something. Right. So, well, I'm I'm excited to see these films. I'm so glad that you were able to come on and talk about them. Yeah, me too. Thanks you know. so much for having me. And, and we're so glad that you are going to yes, be a judge, I'm a judge for this year's festival. <laughs> I'm That's a judge. Awesome. I'm a judge. So I can't wait to see these films. Yeah. I'm like, I got my little lineup and my little sheet. I'm like, okay, do, 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 you know, because um, I, I, I won't be able to get to uh, some of the um, screenings, but the majority of them I can. And with the ones that I can, I will go online and watch. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm uh, excited. So now, uh, before we go, uh, are, are there prizes connected to winning? What do you get? So the the prizes are going to be these 3D printed FE Monster plaques. Very oh, because oh, that's so, the logo. That's the logo. The FE Monster <laughs> is, is a part of FE <laughs> and has been since at least 2013, I believe. Um, and no one's really sure what he represents. <laughs> it must have is been somebody's brainchild. Is he? Is he the environment monster? <laughs> I don't know, but he's our he's our mascot, definitely. Um, well, and, people will be ha- happy to have that on their mantle. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and it's a and it's a cool thing. We're three D printing them right here. <laughs> so well, you know, if you get this, if people get these awards, whoever wins or whatever they win. Do, do they get to submit their films to other film festivals? Like, do people oh, do yeah. that? Like, you know, three or four film festivals a clip? Yeah, they yeah they submit them all over the place. Um, so 
like like uh, Chasing Coral was in Sundance. Okay. And um, yeah, th- so there'll be a lot of a lot of other places and opportunities to see these films for sure. Oh, that'd be wonderful. And so, so you leave in May. Yeah. And what are you going to do in this big old? What do you? What's your first thing you're going to do after you are done? I'm gonna relax. It's gonna be <laughs> nice. Um, I, I'm from I'm from Denver, Colorado, so I would like to go back to Colorado. I you 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 you've got beautiful skin. Oh, thank you. Like you you look like like a dove girl. A dove girl. You know what I mean? Like dove. So you know, like oh, yeah. that beauty kind of. <laughs> you know that. Oh, like, excellent! I fresh like that. face, clean face, and I did shower this morning. So. <laughs> I. I get accused of being a hippie, but, but really? I do shower every once in a while. So. All right. Well, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. You're a scientist. You, that's right. More you, important things. That's right. There's more important things than a shower. <laughs> that's right. But, so. I, but you know, hygiene is important. For so you're going back done. to Colorado for a minute. Yeah. Um, so I've got a couple of film projects that I'm working on right now. Um, one is the land mm-hmm. management one that I talked about. Another one that I'm working on that's... Uh, Sort of in its beginning stages and, and is less of a film project right now and more of just a archiving and potentially radio project is a climate refugee storytelling project. Oh. Yeah, because I think that those are some of the most powerful stories going on right now. Climate refugees. So that's people that have to leave their homes because of the environment. Something exactly. happened. Earthquakes. Hurricane. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Does so, war count? More in, I think war can absolutely count because a lot of war and conflict is brought on because of climate related stressors. Okay. So, drought, for instance, okay. was a big stressor in, uh, in the Middle East, mm-hmm. Syria. Um, so, it's, it's all very interrelated, and, and more and more studies show we're going to have. Uh, migrations of people due to climate related effects and I that see that's fascinating to me yeah um, yeah exactly I, it is quite fascinating I thought it me. would be a, a really fascinating and and to look at people's sense of place you know mm-hmm. what happens to you psychologically when you ha- are forced to leave your home yes and who, you know who are you when you are no longer you know the girl from Colorado or yes you know, you know, if you can't live in your home anymore, you know, what's home? Wow. So, well, so we're going to end on that note. Emma, it was a pleasure meeting you. It was a mu- very nice. I enjoyed this here. conversation. And I'm looking forward to uh, the film festival. It's free. And what's the website so people can go? Yeah, go to the website, effie.yale.edu. That's E-F-F-Y dot Yale dot E-D-U. Um, the films are all free. The gal is only $12. And it, like I said, it's fancy. So come to that. Too. <laughs> I'll be there, people. So if you want to know, I might even do a little Facebook Live from it so people could just see how fancy it is. Excellent. Thank you. Have Thank a lovely you. day. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. I'll see y'all. Thanks, Harry. Our streets are set up to say-